0: The last thing we discussed was they brought the Kohen Gadol to Beta Parvai, dipped in the Mikved. There was a sheet blocking between him and the people for modesty reasons. He washed his hands and feet, then took off his clothing. And Rabbi Meir said he first took off his clothing, then he washed his hands and feet. And we saw that in the morning he would wear pilusin, the clothing that worth 12 money and in the afternoon 800 zoos. And that was according to Rabi Meir. And Hachaim said it was 18 mana in the morning, and in the afternoon it was 12. That came out of the the public funding, and if he wanted to add more, he could. And with that, we are starting. Lamed he, from the beginning, the Gemara asks, "My parva, what is beta parva?" So the Gemara explains, Yosef parva, Am gosha. parva was a witch, and either he was a Jewish witch who did teshuvah, or he did this uh, he made this chamber with witchcraft." or some say he did an amazing job making the, the, the pipes bring water to that area, that they nicknamed him like a witch, and Tosafot explains that he was a witch that tried to make a hole to be able to go see the Kohen Gadol working on Yom Kippur, and he died over there. Balman is, it means witch. Next, Parsusadin Shall shelbutz. They put up a sheet of linen. shall shelbutz. Why linen? Amaravkana kedeshi akirsha. Vodatayom vikdebutz. So this way the kohen could uh, remember that today's work has to be done with linen clothing. Bashahaya haraya lovesh pilusin shel shmonaser. We we learned the mishnah in the morning eighteen, in the afternoon twelve, uh, and they all together it's thirty. Vatanah minyanah talish ma'ena. Nobody coming. They give just teach me math. The G'mah explains, Anything less than 30 altogether, you're not allowed to work. But if you you subtract a little bit from the morning, it's 17 and 13, whatever it is, you messed around with the numbers, it's okay as long as together it's at least 30. Now the G'mah says, Everyone agrees whether it's Hachamim or Rabbi Meir, that in the morning you wear the more chashuv ones Minalan. And why is that? Amar Avunah bereidav Amar kev because the pasuk says bad, 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 bad. Four times it says the word bad in the morning. It says ketonet bad, odes shilbash u'michnes sebad. That's two. You alvesarob avnet bad. Three achgol mitznefet bad. Four it's not mikdekodeshem the savor of Hashem. Bottom line is what do we understand? Muvhar ba bad. It has to be the top clothing and those explains it a little bit differently that the first bad is to tell me that you have to wear bad uh, linen and the second one is to tell me that it can't be gold it has to be by itself the third bad tell me it has to be worth more than the bad that you wear the rest of the year and the fourth time that it has to be better than the one that you're going to wear in the afternoon but the Quran says, wait a second, it says in scale when they come to work in the Beit HaMikdash, they have to wear linen clothing, not wool clothing, and it's talking about Yom Kippur, and over there it says, they wear different clothing in the afternoon, Now, my love, when it says, doesn't it mean, you wear more important clothing? Meaning, Yom Kippur afternoon, you wear better clothing than you wore in the morning. The Quran says, look, Ahrim just means pehutin men lesser clothing, and Rashi explains because the first of the first part in the morning there was there's more kapara than the second one uh, the, in the afternoon you're just moving things that you put in the morning, therefore in the morning you wear more Hashu clothing, Hunah rav Huna. And some say, once the tzibur's service, the service that the Kohen does for the tzibur, once that finishes, then if a Kohen's mother made him a nice cloak, he could do his own avodah. Uh, for example, taking out the the spoon and the pan out of the Kodesh, that's not a kapara avodah for the tzibur, rather, it's just to clean up the place. As long as he donates the clothing to the tzibur, because at the end of the day, he is doing a public service. So, like, Pshita, you know, he has to give it to the public because otherwise he can't work if it's his own. So, like, explains, maybe we have to worry, he's not going to give that cloak to the public 100% because his mommy made it for him. Kamash We're not worried, he's going to donate it full heartedly. Now, Amru Allah al Rabi bin ben Pabi, they said about Rabi bin ben Pabi, Shastelo imoketonit shalmaa mane. His mother made him a cloak, 100 money, vilof shah, and he used to wear it, vioved ba'avu, that he then used to work personal services. And then, Mosrah, said he wore, then he gave it to the public. Amru Allah al Rabi Al Azar ben Harsum, they said about Rabi Al Azar ben Harsum, Shastelo imoketonit mishterebo. His mother made him a cloak from 2000 money. And his brothers, the other Kohanim didn't let him wear it because it was see-through and it looked like he was without clothing. And the Gma asks, How could you see the, the Kohen's body? We know that the threads of una were multiplied times six, so how could it be that they were able to see through? So, it was like wine in a glass, I meaning the glass can be as thick as you want. you could still see the wine, so yeah, the threads were all there, it just it was such a, it was so so thin they were able to see through and tan Rabanan anive ashir ver Bain. A poor men, rich men, and a wicked man—they come to betin shel malah le'ani omrim lo mipneimalo asakta b'torah. They tell the poor man, "Why don't you learn Torah?" If he says, "I was poor and I was busy trying to make a living and didn't have time to learn Torah," omrim lo kluma ani a'itah yotamilil. You were never more poor than Hilal. Again, they said about Hilal: she bechol yom bayom ayal se umistaker he, every day he would just work and just make that uh, dollar that uh, that selah or whatever just half a dinar, whatever it was worth it was so little and half of it he would give to the to the entry to be able to get into the bet Midrash tuition and the other half was for him to eat and for his family to eat and, and one time he didn't have any money and the the guard in the Bet Midrash did not let him go in. He went, he climbed up to the roof. and So, this way you'll be able to listen to the words of God from Shimayana. And Amru Otoa Yom, they said that day was Shabbataya, it was Friday ut kufa tibet it was the tibet so it was, had to be the winter the ad of shilig min ashama and snow came down from the sky inshallah amud ashahr when the sun came out amar lo shama ya la betalion shama ya tadabatalion abatalion ahi abatalion my brother bi khol yom abait meir hayom apel every day this house this bet midrash is lit and today it's dark ashama ya ma'unan maybe it's a cloudy day They looked upwards. They saw the shadow, of an image of a human being over there up in the roof. They went up and they saw there was three amot of snow on top of him. They took him out of the snow. They washed him. They put some oil on him. They put him next to the fire. They said, a person like this, it's befitting to be mehalil Shabbat on. Now, if Ashir comes in, Omrim lo, lo mi pne mala sakta bat Torah, won't you learn Torah? If he was saying that I'm rich and I was busy dealing with my money, Omrim lo kum Ashir aitayotem Ribilazar. you were not more rich than Rabbilazar, Amro alav al Rabbilazar ben Harsom. They said about Rabbilazar ben Harsom, shenia ala aviv, that his father left him an in inheritance of Elif ayarot bayabasha, thousand cities on dry land, then Elif sefinot bayam. And for each city, a thousand boats are uh, in the water. Every day, he would take a pouch of flour and go from city to city, it's uh, country to country, learn Torah. One time, his slaves found him. They made him do work, meaning maybe uh, pay taxes, something. Leave me alone. I'm not from the city. Let me go learn Torah. They swore by Rabbil Azab and which was him, that we're not going to let you go learn Torah. Meaning he was such a tzaddik, they would swear on him, and he, out of his anav, he didn't want to say that it was me. He never went to check on his workers. Rather, he was sitting and learning Torah all day and night. And that's why they never found out who he is. Now, Rasha, a wicked person comes to the betin Shalmala, Omrimlo, lo, mipne ma lo asakta bat Torah, once you learn Torah, im He says, I was very good looking, ayitif itarud beitsriya naari yitzara, omrim lo, kilum Yosef. You weren't more handsome than Yosef. Amru alav, al Yosef at Tzadik, I say by Yosef at B'chol yom vayom, my tayshit Potifar meshadalta b'davarim. Potifar's wife was trying to speak to him, trying to seduce him. Begadim Be gadim shelavshalo shachrit loavshalo arvit. Whatever she wore in the morning, she didn't wear it in the afternoon. Be gadim shelavshalo arvit loavshalo shachrit. Whatever she wore at night, she didn't wear it in the morning. Amra lo hishama. Either she told him to please come to me to do avina avira. Amar la, said no. Amra lo, and she said to him, Hareny chalvashdach bebet asurin. I would put you in jail. Amar la, Hashemati asurin. I'm gonna make you go down. Hashem zokef kivrim. Hashem picks up those who went down. Hashem mesamet anichal. Hashem blinds you. Hashem pugah ivrim. Hashem opens the blind. Now now ki kareches if lishma that she paid him a thousand silver uh, blocks just to be with her. Lishkavetzal yot ema to sleep next to her to be with her. V'lo ratzal lishma alei lishkavetzla baolam hazeh. He didn't want to listen to her, to, be, to sleep next to her in this world, <speaking> in <Hebrew> to be with her in the next world. <speaking in Hebrew> so Hilal is the one who makes the poor people guilty when they come to Betina and they didn't learn Torah. <speaking in Hebrew> and ben makes the rich people guilty, and Yosef, <speaking in Hebrew> and Yosef makes the wicked people guilty. Now the next Mishnah, Ba'lo etzel paro, the Kohen Gadol comes to his cow, which is supposed to have a kapara for him and his family. Uparo haya Omed, and his cow was standing in the north part of the Hazara, between where the lobby of the actual Bet HaMikdash area and the Mizbeh. Roshola darom ufanav lama'arav. His head was facing south, but they turned it to the west. The Kohen omed Bamizrah, and the Kohen is standing on the east side. Ufanavla Ma'ab and he's facing west. And he would put his two hands on top of that cow between the horn. And he would do vidui vekhaya omer. And this is what he would say, Hashem, Aviti, Pasati, Hatati, I send Faneka neubete me and my family please Hashem, please forgive the avonot that me and my family did. Torah, so on and so on. And when they heard the word mm-hmm. Hashem, everyone, all the kohanim and the that were standing the Azara would say, baruch And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem. Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.